how chimpanzees fuck each other in order to figure out what your dating well, life should look that, like. That, 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 was, that was merely for that was merely to establish social proof. Yeah. Sure, I, that, 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 I understand. Like, like for example, you didn't need to get your friend to tell you, "Yo, I think she's hot for you to date her or marry her." No, you you were able to come to that conclusion on your own. My argument is that women are hive minded creatures. Well, what they what need else to could see... social proof be for? I'm curious. When you look at social proof. So social proof is typically from the female perspective. They need it to be attracted to men. Men yeah, don't why? need it to be attracted to women. Yeah, but why? Because women are the more vulnerable sex. Sure. Okay. So 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 for them to when they get pregnant, they they take way, a way bigger risk. So they need to be like, okay, does this girl like him? Does she like him? Okay, this guy not a loser. Okay, cool. Bam. He has parties, etc. He has social proof. All right, I'll fuck him. This is why celebrities get girls. Because they have social proof. The world respects them, so it's easier for that girl to take that guy serious. Men, we don't need that. A girl yeah, it, it's true. Um, social proof is one of the ways that women select men. So social proof means um, he's the man that other women want to be with and other men want to be. Social proof. Um, he has status, right? Uh, yeah, and and uh, they'll use their own status as a comparator, right? He has to be superior to her in every way, right? Girl can work at McDonald's, be a fucking bum, but she's attractive. I'll date her. I'll fuck her. I don't need society to co-sign on this girl. As a matter of fact, a lot of guys will sit there. I want a girl that's low-key. Women don't operate that way. This is why girls love guys that have blue checks, guys that have clout, NBA players, celebrities, whatever. Now, do all girls want it? No. But if a man has status, it makes him way more attractive. Men don't give a fuck about a woman's status. Women do, however. So what I'm saying is that social proof plays a key role in the female attraction trigger. So that's why I use the chimpanzee example where you, men uh, men need social proof to get girls a lot of times, especially attractive ones. Well, yeah, it's the three, uh, the three things that are the most attractive to women are money, status, and looks. Those are the three. Um, you know what's really funny here? Destiny has like closed body language and his girlfriend is actually leaning in, but, or is it his wife? But the girl is actually, her expression towards Destiny is kind of disrespectful and towards other men is more open. So that tells you a lot. I want to know that because you you kind of talk down about like girls who work hold at on, Pizza Hut. Stop stuff saying like that. I'm talking down. You're well, fundamentally you misunderstanding. You no, 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 hold on. You're triggered. I'm not triggered. You're <laughs> triggered. I'm not triggered. I got really triggered when I said No, I'm not saying talking down. You said it's a different league. Yeah. People That's tend down. to date, so people tend to date like coworkers. People tend to date within like classrooms. So, so like what's your idea of leagues for women? It depends. Like league is, it's for anybody. It's for where you are. So like celebrities and league is not for everybody. Okay, women split are split into leagues based on their looks, their looks and their um, bedroom fun availability and their age. So more attractive women are physically more attractive more physically fit and younger that's their um what's it called their league quote unquote um and then in intra girl competition the highest status girl is the one that has the most control over her relationship right so if she's married she's the top status if she's in a serious relationship she's a one rung be below marriage if she's seeing someone quote unquote she's below that if she's a single mother she's below that um, if she's just a single girl, she's below that. And if she's, you know, uh, like a little kid, she's below that. That's how women organize themselves in terms of status. Um, and for men, league is different. Money, height, strength. Um, these are the ways that the men compete. Status, job title, like that, determines a man's league. Celebrity is... 
like basically a, a guy who earns a lot of money and is known by a lot of people and is also good looking, right? So, but that man who's in that quote unquote high league, he is going to be wanting to get girls that are in their highest league, which is young, physically fit, and uh, physically attractive. So look at Leonardo DiCaprio, for example. Uh, He's in the high league, quote unquote, of men. And he's getting with, you know, models and stuff like that, 18 to 25. You see, that's the idea. Men and women are not in leagues based on the job they work or whatever. Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios. Here for uh, another reaction video. Um, If you're liking my content uh, and you'd like to support me, I have a Patreon with exclusive content. Patreon.com slash The Helios Blog. Just go there and subscribe. Again, it's Patreon.com slash The Helios Blog. You could also drop me a donation like Adrian R, Tom M. Shout out to them. Link is in the description. Let's continue. Hollywood, How do like you classify league? women and as a league that's worthy of what you're for you? I, women aren't a league. Women is a sex or a gender. I don't know what you're asking me. So what league is your type of woman? For, for me, it's probably going to be people that are generally working in my field. So other people that do like YouTube or Twitch or online content or whatever, like that rough world or entertainment maybe would be like a step outside that would be close by. Okay. You know, realize that everybody else classifies leagues as like a scale of one to 10. You're yeah, saying if you want to talk about just appearance, you can talk no, about I'm that. No, not just but... appearance, but leagues is how you classify like a high value person just because they do the same thing. It's as you not make it a... So for instance, there would be somebody that could be like, um, maybe somebody could be like really, really, really high up in some like anti-malaria nonprofit in Africa. They're like, a, they're like technically like a higher <laughs> league than me or something. But like, I would never want to date that person for the opportunity to, because they run in a way different circle. We just wouldn't be very compatible. So, so it's not a matter of it being better or worse. It's just different like areas that people like data. Like- so what Destiny is describing is you need to be compatible personalities to date. He's, he's talking like a girl, right? Like you're wrong about this, Destiny. <clears throat> Guys don't care what league the girl is in, the way you're describing it. Guys don't care. (coughs) What guys care about is how attractive is the girl? How available is she for bedroom fun? Is she fit, feminine, loyal, cooperative, bedroom fun, loyal, and submissive? This is what men care about. They don't care about what you're describing. Women care about that in men. But even then, they wouldn't care if they're in the same social circle as you. They wouldn't care about that. What they would care about is, is he better than me? Does he have social proof? Do other women want him? Do other men want to be him? Even if the girl totally doesn't know anything about the thing that makes the guy have status or social proof, she'll still go for him because it triggers her nature. She wants a guy like that. And any man will do, any pull in a storm, any man that fits that criteria is going to be selected. Like different leagues that they date in. So Plus, why can't why can you not date somebody that doesn't do the same stuff that you do? For well, that's gonna vary because you guys sound like you're looking at different things. But like, I want a partner that I can talk to about my problems that I can share things with that can like help me with my. I want a, pa- a partner. Red flag. That can talk to me about my problems. Another red flag. That like, it's not an equal partnership. She's not your therapist. If you're sharing your problems with your girl, it emasculates you. It makes you weak. My work and like or at least understand where i'm coming from and with a normal girl 
how the fuck do I begin to explain? There's like 3,000 people online calling me like a homophobic, like transphobic, like, like a normal <laughs> girl is have, gonna have no way to even connect with any of these things, right? Or like, hey, like you might get guys that message you sometimes saying they wanna like kill your children or like rape your parents or whatever. Like how do I even begin to talk to like a normal person about that? So typically I would need somebody that is already part of this world because they understand kind of the insanity. So it's not really is. leagues, just someone who works in the same field as you. That's like a kind of lead, yeah. Or like people that go to college You're together. Like, about like a discourse or something. Or like, like a... Well, it maps oh, yeah, onto similar values, right? Like yeah. if you're if you're working with somebody who's also in content creation, like you're artistic, right? So if you're if you're talking to a girl and she's also somewhat artistic and interesting in that stuff, you guys now have a similar value immediately. That so she's within your league because there's going to be ideally mutual attraction. You're attracted to each other, but then yeah, like this is garbage, right? Doesn't matter what quote unquote league as Destiny defines it you're in. What matters is what the girl mentioned right away. You're mutually attracted to each other. So, but but in order to be mutually attracted, what do what does a man need to have? And what does a woman need to have? Man needs money, status, looks, right? Um, he needs to be better than her in every single way, right? So he needs to be taller, stronger, fitter, smarter, more friends, better friends, better connected, makes more money, all of that. That's that's what a man needs. Uh, and what a woman needs is to be young, eighteen to twenty-five. Um, I say eighteen to twenty-three. Um, he needs to be young, physically fit, uh, and if you're going even one step further, then we're going to be to behavior. So, so as part of fitness, I already talked about it. That's the that's the age and the you know physical looks. But then there's also cooperative, bedroom fun, loyal, submissive, um, yeah, and agreeable. These are the things that men are looking for. So it's two totally different things, you see? And that will make them mutually attracted to each other. Also, the man in general is older and usually uh, the, the, if, when they averaged out the age of, of marriage between men and women uh, worldwide, on average, men are four years older. So usually the man's going to be older than, than, the, than the woman. Um, yeah, and so on. And there's also things that are similar enough that you can actually be in relationship with one another. Or like okay. people like the same church or like shit like so that. So it's Leonardo Cap. Oh, something else I wanted to say. And this this actually is a real thing. Um, what you do need to be, I mean, you don't need this. Uh, and many people have gotten together and had bedroom fun without having this. But if you want a stable long-term relationship... Uh, you're going to be more similar than you are different to the person that you're with. They're going to agree. You're going to agree on a lot of key values, um, and what what that means is like, you know, uh, you're going to be pretty much you're going to be relatively similar in in terms of the big five, right? Personality traits, except for um, extroversion. Usually, the guy will be more extroverted and the girl will be more introverted. Usually, but the uh, the rest will be relatively similar. Um, I, I, also. But but the difference will be agreeableness as well. So the man will be more disagreeable generally, and the girl will be more agreeable generally. Um, but temperamentally, you're going to be relatively similar if you're going to get along. Uh, other other than those things, other than extroversion and agreeableness. Usually, women are attracted to men that are higher in extroversion, lower in agreeableness, and men are the reverse. They're more attracted, in general, to women that are lower in extroversion, and higher in agreeableness but anyway that's that's uh, neither here nor there caprio's dating a 24 year old actress but she just does plays is that the same league 
seems um, not because he replaces them every five years. No, but for in, in your idea of that, Lee, I mean, it would depend. Are they doing like Broadway plays? Like, I don't know what circles Leonardo DiCaprio runs in, so it's hard okay. for me to say. So the success is how you determine leagues. No, it's you have like a no. very you're like your mind is like you just want to put a number on everything. I don't know how to communicate. I think for him, it's, it's interest. So. It's, it's interest. It's, and yeah, it's like similar. Yeah. It's like a map it's what of like is. a web of yeah. like shit, yeah. right? And also attractiveness, yeah. and also like a bunch of things, right? Like if you see this girl is mentioning multiple times physical attraction. Again, women are solipsistic. They have a lot of trouble understanding. They have a lot of trouble understanding things from other people's perspective. So whenever they give advice or talk about stuff, they're always talking about themselves. Right? This girl is telling on herself. She is looking for physical attractiveness. You see what I'm saying? She's telling on herself. All right. Um, let's go to plate theory five. Again, this is from Rodo Tomasi's book, The Rational Male. Female plate theory, ladies' game. For as often as I've mentioned women being natural plate theorists, I don't often go into detail about it. I think it's pretty well established that I completely disagree with the idea that women will only sleep with one guy at a time. I could outline several women I know from experience in this, but really observing behavior will bear this out fairly predictably for most men. I will, however, agree that women are predisposed to and are socially encouraged to seek monogamy once convenient. But as in all things female, they, the talk rarely matches the behavior. Bedroom fun is a woman's first best agency, and even the homeliest women know this, even when they're just complaining about other women using it. The principle is that a woman's first priority is to seek out security, and even when confronted with the duplicity of women plur women's pluralistic sexual strategy, we'd be wise to bear this in mind when we evaluate motives for behavior. Their methodology is what is the question here. There is an understandable confusion for guys in this respect. On one hand, women present a constant facade at the fear of being perceived as a garden tool is primary, primary to the self-respect and respectability. However, this has to be tempered with the desire to experience a variety of men in order to ensure the security of prov and provisioning from the best one among them. So in order to facilitate this, women must practice a kind of calculated hypocrisy that's socially reinforced by the gender as a whole, as well as some men. It's socially acceptable for women to blatantly spin plates. Does this sound outrageous? While a woman who makes her bedroom fun practices a bit too overt runs the risk of being perceived as a garden tool, most relatively attractive women covertly have a constant bullpen of starters ready to go to bat at any one time. These guys are known as orbiters. Orbiters are the attention providers, the maybe guys. It makes little difference in terms of available options, which she chooses at any given time. The very fact that she has five or six of them pursuing her is enough to boost her sense of self-worth, her social status within her same gender peers, and give her the confidence to drop any one of her plates at a moment's notice for any reason, knowing that two or three more guys or 20 more on Facebook stand ready to take his place, no questions asked, and prepared, and prepared rationalizations are at the ready. Furthermore, this practice is socially reinforced by women doing the same thing and the social conventions constructed to excuse the behavior. It's the unspoken rule of a woman's prerogative. She can always change her mind. It's a powerful tool for women in any situation. If a woman doesn't choose to be, be uh, bedroom fun interested, it's necessarily forced. Even when it's after the fact, either the jerk forced her physically or emotionally, or she thought she wanted to but later reconsidered. It makes little difference. In all social situations, the default is to side with the feminine, the weak agenda, women from sympathy or empathy, and men from a desire to eventually become intimate with them. In either instance, the feminine prerogative is socially reinforced. That's important to understand because even by focusing on it here as a male, my motives for doing so become suspect. That's how embedded this dynamic is. To question it risks ostracism. However, I also understand that for the greater part of women, this plate-spinning dynamic isn't a conscious effort on their part. In fact, I'd suggest that it's so thoroughly recognized that women default to it autonomously. 
Also, this is a good example from the first principle of power. When you have power, always feign powerlessness. Free reign. So the firm understanding that their behaviors will, for the most part, be excused, they are free to practice the feminine form of plate theory unhindered by social reprisal. The feminine plate spinning involves much more than bedroom fun, though. Remember, attention is the coin of the realm in feminine society. The capacity to command attention determines self-esteem, peer status, bedroom fund selection, and a host of other factors in a woman's life. So spinning plates becomes more than just a which guy am I going to get with tonight prospect. This dynamic and these factors are what makes women natural plate spinners. Even when a woman has no intention of ever becoming a, having bedroom fun with the maybe guy, his attention still has some value to her. It appeals to the long-term perspective for security. It's a continuous subroutine. This is the rudimentary psychology behind hypergamy. Now combine all of this with women's native language, covert communication, and it's natural for a man to assume that a woman would only ever become bedroom fun interested with one guy at a time. This serves the latent purpose of keeping him in a kind of stasis. If he assumes women will only be bedroom fun interested under the precondition of comfort and commitment, she's free to spin plates as she pleases and sample at will what she sees in her hypergamic best interest at the time. If the carrot looks good enough, the guy will patiently pull the card until such a time as another better carrot comes along. Either way, he's in that stasis. If a guy were to see his social and psychological machinations for what they are, he'd never pull the card. So it serves women best to think that men, um, that commitment should always be required for intimacy, even in the face of her behavior directly contradicting this. Plate wars. Lastly, this social dynamic serves as a very effective weapon for women against each other. Competition anxiety between women is something men can exploit for their own plate spinning. But the reason it's useful against uh, against women is because women so readily use it against each other. For women to say another woman is a garden tool translates into an overt betrayal of this unspoken social contrivance. Essentially, she's, she's saying the rules are that women require commitment for, for bedroom fun. But here's one who will never be worthy of any guy's commitment because she won't play by the rules you suckers think she will. She's tacitly disqualified for a man's commitment and is, at least in the accusing woman's mind, a reduced threat in the feminine competition. She becomes exposed in the same game they're all playing and in doing so, loses attention and therefore status and personal esteem. It seems petty to guys, but it's really into gender warfare. Think of how many times an exceptionally attractive woman that is completely anonymous to a group of women you happen to be with will braid her based on appearance alone. She must be a tramp if she's dressed like that. These are the same women who will berate a man for basing his estimation of a woman on her outer appearance. This is manifesting feminine competition anxiety. Ask a woman to name the most attractive female actress they can think of. Odds are it will be a woman um, who presents the least threat to her anxiety. Gentlemen, as I'm fond of saying, women will sleep with somebody. They may not sleep with you, they may not sleep with me, but they'll sleep with someone. The girl who bangs the hot guy at the foam cannon party within five minutes of meeting her is the same girl who wants you to believe that they'll only sleep with one guy at a time and only after commitment. All women are having bedroom fun. You just need to be the right guy at the right time for the job. All right, let's continue with the video. If you're a very attractive person, you're probably going to select a person who's similarly attractive, but that's probably but not- I'm trying to break down why you said that select. us here would not date a girl that works at Pizza Hut. Because I think that if you guys are ultra high value men and you guys are exceptional and you've got to reach to a ton of different Give types of women- Give me a lot women, of credit, man. You're a pretty exceptional guy. Just got banned. Bro. You're exceptional. Oh, true. Maybe you're not. You might be. You might be losing value. So yeah, no, I'm just, I, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm just saying, like, I, I, you're probably I, I, not going to like walk into a target and be like, "Oh shit, that chick is like kind of cute. I'm going to date her." I, I would say right? the conclusion. But there's a reason why you go to the you go to the nice. club and not Walgreens but when you're looking for don't girls. Don't right? me, right? <laughs> uh -huh. It's not really the job. It's her femininity, how she acts. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, girls that are like a lower, lower jobs, they actually understand their roles in relationships. It's kind of like girls masculine and like a boss babe. She's like. 
argumentative. She's like arguing all the time. It's, it's like, okay, well, cool. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It depends on what you're looking for. If you want yeah. like a demure, submissive, but like most we'll just guys take want orders. a feminine, sure. friendly girl, it's not going to be a headache. Destiny is making making it sound like it's such a bad thing to want a demure girl and, and who will just take orders, right? Because a girl is supposed to be the one who challenges you. You know, like what uh, Jordan Peterson says. I don't want a girl that just challenges me. I'm not interested in that. Because, again, if you have a girl you're constantly fighting with, that's not a pleasant relationship. It's not a pleasant experience. It's a constant, annoying experience. And who wants to deal with that? Men don't want to deal with that. For the most part. If that's what you're looking for, then yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I would say, like, just in general, this is, like, across the board almost. The more successful guy is typically the less he cares about his woman's success. That doesn't mean that he wants a bum, but it just means like I don't care about her career, I don't care about her status, I don't care about her title. I would, man, I'd be so curious to look at, but I feel like so many like billionaires, millionaires are, are like with girls that are like running yeah. like nonprofits and doing shit. Like, yeah, but attractive. they want her doing something. But what I'm saying is that they don't care about her ability to earn and create security. Sure. No one is it's sure. bringing it back to I mean. money. Yeah. You're like hyper focused on this money thing. I'm not talking about money. They're no, talking no, no, about the ways. They probably want an intelligent interest, interest level, like interest in different things. You had a point. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't know. I feel like the people that share similar things, they can relate to each other. Like you were saying, I, I feel like March. whenever you have things in common, you can talk about your problems. You could talk about, you know, your points of view. And that, I don't think it comes down to leagues or, or, um, when I think of league, I kind of think of like a point scale. Like he said, I think of yeah. like, oh, someone's, oh, she's a seven. Oh, she's a five. Oh, she's a six. Right, right. That when someone says league, that's what I think of. Like you're measuring not so much superficial things, but just like the overall package in a person. Yeah, maybe maybe league is a bad word. I don't know what you yeah, said. Yeah, you meant you meant to say it was more about interests, hobbies, um, right, you said uh, similar, yeah, similar, yeah, similar yeah, like that kind yeah, of yeah, similar yeah. similar lifestyle. I get it. That's what yeah. Destiny really meant when he said league. I think that kind of went through sneak off. Sure, um, okay. but yeah. So basically, okay. you think that we you think okay, that so we have superficial relationships? Can you explain? Hold on, dude, stop. Just because you don't hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Okay, generally uh, you no, no, do. No, no, you always, we've had many debates. I said you. You say that red pill people we are having I'm, like bang maids. You said that many times here. Let's, from my perspective, if I'm working within your shit, I respect you guys. Have you look for way different types of women than yeah. what I would ever look for? But if that makes you happy and that's what you want to go for, yeah. Yeah, that's no, that's but, but hold on, wait, wait. The reason why I argue against it isn't because of what you guys want. My issue is generally that the message that you're selling is never going to be available for 99% of your audience. That's what I'm typically going for. If you guys like the way that you do things, and obviously it works for you. Fuck, none of you guys need advice from me for fucking picking up chicks, obviously. But for most of the people in your audience, this is like a hopeless, like they got a better shot at finding the right shit coin and becoming a billionaire in fucking crypto. I disagree. Don't listen to this, man. That's actually wrong. He's No, it's, it's not true. He, yeah, Destiny is selling hopelessness, right? Unless you act like a blue pill beta, you're not going to get girls. And actually, it's the reverse. Um, the The idea is that women want men that other men want to be and other women want to be with. So even if you're spinning like three girls that are five out of ten, you're more attractive than a guy who's monogamous to a girl who's a seven um, and... and um, is not or has never been interested in spinning multiple girls, right? If a girl knows for certain that the guy is never going to cheat and has no ability to cheat, she's not going to be as attracted to him. Um, so, no, it's it's wrong. And also, um, to, to get girls is really not that hard. You have to be physically fit, which does take consistent effort. Um, you have to be charismatic, which, again, takes consistent effort. 
and you have to have, you know, you have to be earning a certain amount of money, but it, it does, it's not that high, which also takes consistent effort. But these are not, these are not unachievable things. All of these are in your control, right? These are things that men can do. It's not like you weren't born that way, therefore you'll never get laid. It's false. So no, I disagree with Destiny's message entirely. Because you should strive. It's true. You should go to the gym. It's true. Be great. I think we, this is where the Kevin Samuel shit comes in, where it's like, you need to learn to love your man that makes 40, 50K a year and not expect every single one to be a six-figure man, which it sounds like is what is sold sometimes here. That's yeah. what I so like. we're just saying, right, as a solution. <laughs> that's for women. We're talking speaking. to men. So if you improve as a guy, you're going to get better options. No. That's right. Um, and also, Kevin Samuels was selling to women, not to men. Okay, anyway. Uh, let's go to the Reddit post. It was posted one day ago on relationship advice. Uh, my best friend, so this girl is 20 and her best friend is 19 of 13 years, is in love with my boyfriend, who's 23, of four years. Recently, my friend and I have been arguing about her clearly avoiding me. She's been denying it, but admitted two days ago she had been avoiding my boyfriend and subsequently me due to the fact that she's in love with him and has been ever since I introduced them four years ago. I'm still shocked about it. I never suspected that she had any feelings for him. What should I do? Should I tell her to confess and get it out of her system? Should I tell him? Should I just ignore it? I don't want to lose our friendship over this and I know she must be in a lot of pain. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. What's funny is that this girl admitting she loves the girl's boyfriend will make her much more attracted to her own boyfriend. Because social proof, right? If another girl loves your guy, it means he's a guy that's worth loving. If he's a guy that's worth loving, then... You see what I'm saying? Okay. 2.8k upvotes. Let your friend step back and have a space. It's what she needs right now. Tell your boyfriend to, and keep him in the loop. But beyond that, there's nothing that needs to be done as long as she doesn't cross any lines. You can't try to enforce the friendship or make her get over her crush. These are things she needs to sort out on her own. Okay. Uh, 1.7k upwards. Your friend is doing the right thing by distancing herself from you and your boyfriend. You need to accept that. She can't be close to him until she's completely over him. And that won't happen if you insist on keeping her in your orbit. That's that. She needs to be no contact. Uh, yeah, this sounds like a pretty good friend for being honest and not trying to be around him. I had an old friend, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure I slept with my ex. He was over at my old house and she walked in and they both looked at each other in shock and she basically ran out of the room. Then this ex messaged me and told me they were hanging out at the bar. Of course, both of them denied it, but my gut was telling me otherwise. So there you go. All right, we're going to end the video there. If you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. Uh, if you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Just go there and subscribe. Again, it's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. You could also drop me a donation like Adrian R or Tom M. Shout out to them. Link is in the description. Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to my video, especially if you listen to the end. You guys are wonderful. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.